Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Monday, the 27th of February. I'm Derek Clark and I'm joined by a full squad this morning. Uh, delighted to say we're joined, first of all, by Joshua Barry. How are we doing, Joshua? Yeah, good to be here, Derek. Not the greatest game to talk about, unfortunately, but um, yeah, obviously lots to get into after yesterday. Yeah, and uh, Stevie Clifford, uh, who was alongside me yesterday uh, as well at Hamden, a miserable afternoon. Good to have you back on, Stevie. Morning, guys. He's all right. Oh, been better, I think. I think that's fair to say. Uh, yeah, uh, woken up uh, this morning, I think, like every Rangers supporter and, and thinking just about that team selection once again. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the match yesterday. Unfortunately, we have to go through it. Just about housekeeping uh, as ever, though, folks. Uh, as you know, um, the Rangers Review, uh, the video podcast is uh, sponsored by the great guys at Seneca, the hair restoration company, the top restoration group in Europe. I've stuck the, the links into their uh, social media uh, accounts and the website in the description box as ever. If that's something you're looking to do, folks, then do go check those guys out. Um, right, let's uh, talk about the game, lads. Um, well, me and Stevie talked at length about it. We'll give our uh, initial reactions at Hamden yesterday, Joshua. You were busy uh, chatting to Michael Beale uh, in the press conference and other bits and pieces. Uh, I want to get your reaction, though, Joshua, to uh, not only uh, the events at Hamden, but uh, why you think uh, uh, all transpired as it did yesterday. Yeah. It's a, it, there's lots to pack into the conversation, Derek, isn't it? Because this is obviously a situation that Michael Beale kind of inherits, the, the issues that this squad have had over a number of years. And um, Stevie had a piece at the, a, a line at the end of his piece where he's saying this isn't reactionary and um, it, it kind of his reaction to, to kind of the overall day. And, and it's not because these are the these are the games that I guess make... Um, make your name as a, as a Rangers player or in, in the old firm, it's first or last, you know, second is last. Um, and if you don't win cup finals, then undoubtedly a lot of criticism is going to come your way. I think like most people, the, the midfield decision, I was surprised at that. I, I really thought we'd be Raskin and one other. I, th I think a lot of people kind of in the lead up to it were saying who will partner Raskin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it was a surprise when he didn't start. Um, and Michael Beal, when asked about that in his post-match press conference, just said that, he thought the team that had played in the old firm in uh, New Year and um, away at Hearts was kind of deserving of that start. They'd put in the two best performances. Raskin and Cantwell hadn't really played in this type of game where they've got a lot of work to do off the ball, as I think you've seen, especially in the first half. Rangers sat off a lot and were trying to hit Celtic in transition. And, and in a way, I don't think it was that dissimilar to the game at Ibrox, the old firm at, at New Year. Um, obviously, Rangers conceded at bad times in either of those games. I think that the big thing that they weren't able to do was twofold. One was um, they weren't able to really deal, I think, towards the end of the half with the way that Celtic were rotating down the side. But I think that all came from when they've tried to get the ball forwards. Both goals originate from Rangers kind of losing the ball and then being a bit out of shape. And then they're attacked when they're not organised. And that's something that Beal spoke about way back in, in December, an area of the, 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 the team that you needed to improve. But I think Rangers' inability to really play under pressure or, or uh, epitomised it for me, Goldson twice early on kind of launched the ball forward when he had time. And yeah. I thought that was kind of indicative of Rangers' first half approach. So I think you've got the kind of tactical side of it and, and the game and Celtic are 
on the post of Cogley further ahead of where Rangers are in their development and all the disappointment that people will feel of that. But then, obviously, as much as it's a new manager, it's a new team, it's a new style, it's the same players and people will see that group of players who have suffered you know, two heavy old firm defeats in the last year and, and now uh, lose again in, in a cup game and an important cup game. So that's obviously a separate point and I think really supplements the claim that Bill should have started those players who he brought in as starters because obviously this group, I think as evidence yesterday, does need a real refresh, revitalise, whatever you want to call it. It needs new players in there who can go and drive Rangers forward and I, I do think that that hamstrung them slightly yesterday. Yeah, a couple of great pieces on the website, folks, this morning from both Joshua and Stevie, just regarding uh, regarding that, sorry. Uh, Stevie, um, we, we talked about the team selection yesterday. Your piece sort of uh, uh, was uh, nailed it on the head, really, with, with regards to that. Um, but we discussed how it sort of off air yesterday, how it almost left uh, ourselves deflated like a... a uh, deflating a balloon, and I'm sure many supporters would have felt that everyone was expecting Nico Raskin uh, to start the game. But is this? Do we need to sort of understand this is a manager at the at the end of the day? This is a a manager that is uh, embarking on his his managerial career early. He's 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 not had what is it 40 games yet as uh, as a manager uh, just thus far. Is he just learning on the job, and we have to accept that? No, he made a mistake. Let's not try and sugarcoat it or make excuses for it. He picked the wrong team and it cost us. The biggest issue I've got with it, Derek, is almost every single Rangers fan that was in that stadium yesterday, if you asked them what their team was, not one of them would have left out Nicholas Raskin. So I find it extremely confusing how he does. The big, the big statement was that we weren't signing squad players, we were signing players that go into the first team and we'd go in and, and he wanted them to... Um, make a difference and he wanted them to play in these big games etc well it came to the big game and he went with the tried and tested that has let us down almost every single time previously we uh, we were extremely surprised by it you know when we were live at the time and when the team came through I double checked it two or three times and almost said out loud where's Raskin I couldn't quite believe it now I know there might have been a difference in people's opinion of would it be Kamara, would it be Jack, would it be Lindstrom? He made a mistake. Yeah. And I think that cost us there was no legs in that midfield. There was no energy. There was no dynamism. There was nothing there to break break up play. How many times did I turn around and say to you guys yesterday, they're not winning the second ball in midfield. It was countless in the first half. Um there was an overload. We kept getting sucked in and they would spring their extra man at the back in the three and they would get free. Um, and then eventually the midfield ran out of legs. When you look at the first goal that they conceded, there's not a midfielder in the picture. When he crosses that ball, they're all lined up to tap it in. And Lundstrom is toiling, trying to cover fullback. Tillman's not in the picture and Kamara isn't tracking runners. This isn't new. This is what we've seen recently in the last year or so with these very same players in these fixtures. So he got it wrong. He made a mistake, and ultimately, Rangers lost that midfield battle. Rangers were extremely poor yesterday. You know, we can romanticise about how they did well in the last 20 minutes or whatever. The game was over by then, and when you actually watch the last 20 minutes, although they did win more in midfield than that, they created next to nothing. So they, they didn't do that well, considering, but... Do you know, Derek, you probably come to me in a, a really bad morning because I'm getting quite sick of this bunch of players constantly doing 
what they do all the time, which is failure. And we've been conditioned now to accept it. And I'll I'll never accept it. And people, you know, will will have a go at me of my criticism and stuff like that. But see when you're see when you're conditioning yourself and I seen somebody say last week that James Tavernier is the best right back Rangers have ever had. If if that's our standards and that's where we are now, Derek, we have more issues than what's going on on the pitch. This, you know, this football club is underperforming massively from where it is. Yesterday was just a total mess. We didn't show up, and I'm getting sick and tired of people coming out and apologising for it. It's the same old every single time. And look, I'm raw and I'm upset this morning as much as I would have been yesterday. I understand that. And you'll get a more detailed and a more balanced review out of Joshua. He'll be able to tell you where it went wrong. But see, from my point of view, I'm sick fed up of seeing the same out of this group of players. I asked Michael Beale afterwards if this needed a revamp or a rebuild because I thoroughly believe it needs a rebuild because this team is broken. And I think they proved it time and time again. Yesterday has to be the last roll of the dice for this group. Start integrating the new boys properly from the start. Play your youngsters if you can. And then in the summer, start getting rid of this group. It needs it needs revamped. Ed. Stevie did ask Michael Beale that that question at the press conference. Uh, I'll read what he said, folks. He says uh, uh, he says is this team actually broken? Revamp is a better word than rebuild. We've had a lot of injury problems this even, season. Even going into this week, we've had a lot of uncertainty. We need to get over that and make sure people are fit and healthy and available. That makes a strong squad. We have to uh, got to, we've got to recruit and work out one or two futures. I think we'll come back stronger. I don't think we should get too carried away that we lost today and it's the end of the world. The job was always going to be big regardless of this result. It's important we bite down on the gum shield and take our medicine. It doesn't taste too nice right now, but when I look at the team of the promise that Malik Tillman, Raskin and Cantwell have shown, there is enough for me to be super optimistic about the future. Is it going to be plain sailing? Of course it isn't. Uh, if we had won the cup final today, would everything have been rosy? No, we would still have uh, that work to do and it's my job to do that from tomorrow. I don't mind being judged on that but at the moment in time it's probably not the right time for me to be worrying about the greater future it's more okay what didn't go right in this fixture and what have we got to do to fix it against Celtic because against everyone else it seems to have been fine so far um interesting words from, from Michael Beale there uh Joshua um there's a question that came in lots of comments come in I'm trying to get uh, to a few of them Malky 50 says uh the worst part of it all was it took him till they scored two in the 65th minute to see it wasn't working. That, for me, was, was a galling part of, of yesterday. yesterday. I was uh, shocked to see no substitutions at half-time. Uh, and by the time it goes 2-0, the game's over for me, Joshua. Um, I mean, Morelos does get that goal back, of course, then he makes a, uh, the triple sub. Uh, sub sorry, But um, were you surprised at not seeing substitutions made earlier? A little bit, but then Beals tended to... The second half performances have tended to be better, and obviously we're speaking on the back of him having a. Is it was it thirteen wins from fourteen? Um, so he he has done a lot of things right. He has got a lot of calls right. Um, he has improved this squad, and I think helped recover somewhat of an identity. And and it's um, it's fine margins because yesterday, obviously, when Kent hits the post at one 0 I th I think. Um, I was watching the game back this morning, but I'm only halfway through. So I think at the start of the second half, it went more to a more narrow and a Sakal and Morels up top together. So there was maybe some tactical alteration, but I agree on the personnel front. I think with everyone that it needed to be done sooner rather than later, probably, and obviously sooner than the, the second goal, which uh, which was to come. But 
Yeah, obviously, Beale still is a young manager. Um, and he spoke about this himself in the week when he said this is, I don't even think he's managed 40 games yet. And I don't think he's acted like a young manager so far at all. I think he's um, kind of done well on every front in terms of results. The, the performance is also, although not perfect, I think improving, you've got to remember he's obviously not into pre-season. Um, and, and as well, I think the way that he's spoken um, in the media and tried to, to build up confidence. And I think that's partly as well why there's so much frustration about yesterday because the expectation was there that the Rangers could go and do it and and that is again a, a real improvement from the situation that Beal inherited but then at the end of the day as we come back to the start or we said at the start um, that's just how you're judged in this fixture it doesn't matter if you've only been in the door for, for two months three months if you're further behind and, and Beal knows that and that's the job he's taken on and, and, and it's a really big one um, I think just on those comments there Derek the the what my piece kind of is, is nosed off is when Beale's speaking about Rask and Cantwell and Tillman and, and being optimistic about that kind of midfield. I think you've got to see it now. And I think the future of, of what Beale wants needs to happen now because that is why there will be so much frustration. Because again, although people see a, a different manager and a, and a different era, it is the same group of players who are being beaten again and have obviously suffered those two really heavy old firm defeats um, in the last year. I asked him about the, the midfield selection and it was kind of similar that as I... Oh, Joshua's sort of frozen on us there. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get him back. It's, uh, it's quite, quite a picture on the screen there. Yes, he's, he's absolutely sickening. Like even when he's paused like that, but um, yeah, yeah. Substitution for Joshua, I think. Uh, hopefully, we'll get him back soon if he puts a uh, fifty p uh, in the meter. Lots of comments coming in, Stevie. Uh, we'll touch on a few of them as we hope to get uh, Joshua uh, unfrozen there. Uh, Ronnie McLean says, uh, even if we had won yesterday, it would have papered over the cracks. We know where we are now, so we can rebuild. Easier said than done. There's still a fair amount of the season to go, Stevie. Uh, and the Scottish Cup, of course, is the one trophy, realistically, that, that Rangers um, have, have a chance in. You've got to be honest. Uh, are you concerned about that with, with what we've seen yesterday, that they can go and retain that trophy? I'm concerned about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm concerned about the next game, never mind anything else. Yeah. But what I'd like to see, Derek, is stop playing the guys that have consistently failed us. I... I don't want to come in on here and, and single out people because it's, it's probably unfair, but Glenn Kamara's time at Rangers is over. Stop romanticising about guys like John Lundstrom who has a purple patch for a, you know, a couple of months and then people go on about him that he's the best on earth and everything else. John Lundstrom hasn't played all season. You know, didn't play in a month for a month yesterday and Michael Beale put him straight back into that team. It was the wrong decision. And he's not played well for a long time. We need to start dropping the guys that are letting us down. Alex Lowry, um, Todd Cantwell, Nicholas Raskin, even Adam Devine. Get the young boys in to see if they can have a future. You know, you talk about wanting to see what Robbie McCrory's like in goals and stuff like that. I understand that. But there's other guys out there as well that we need to have a look at and figure out whether or not they're good enough and whether or not we might actually be holding them back by not giving them a chance. If Ryan Kent's not going to sign a deal, then let Ryan Kent go and say to him, we need to move on and plan for our next season. You're not going to be starting games. And by the way, if Ryan Kent wants 40, 45 grand a week or whatever he wants, he needs to play a damn sight better than he did yesterday and try and prove it because he was absolutely woeful. So it's time for Rangers to 
to start making tough decisions, Derek. That's what I said in my article this morning. There's been a lot of a lot of romanticizing about players that we've got, and and they're no more than average, and we build them up in our heads to be better than what they are. You know, Fashion Sakala talked a great game last week. He had a lot to say. Yeah. And then seeing the end of the day yesterday, he was terrible. Yeah. So I'm not interested in what players are saying off the field about that mob, about how they're better or whatever. Go and show it in the park because that's where it needs to be done. And they haven't. And this isn't the first time we've sat here, Derek, and talked about, you know, what's went wrong and everything else. And I would really love to come on here and just be happy and just say, you know, we've won the cup, we're going the right direction. This is what we need to do, blah, blah, blah. But it's not. And I'm really tired of, you know, to repeat myself, I'm tired of the apologies. How many times have we heard James Tavernier come out and say, I'm sorry, we've not turned up in a big game? It's tiresome. All I wanted yesterday was them to leave everything out there and give us a good performance. They didn't manage that. And even, you know, when we look at the last 20 minutes, it was a bit more positive. They were a bit more urgent. Why couldn't they have started like that? Because they start, they, and that's a big problem where we are at the moment, you know, the, unable to start games well, Derek. And when we're sitting in a in the press room beforehand and it, and it physically deflates us, yeah. When we see the team news, not physically, I mean, I could do with it physically deflating me, but, you know, it deflates us and we're sitting watching that and you see that team. If we feel like that and everybody else around the stadium is saying, I can't believe that, how does he justify that decision? It's the wrong one and it was a catalyst for what went wrong in the day for me. It was just, I've seen it too many times now to, to get upset about it. It's, it's just frustration. And I thought, look... I'd said like yesterday that we I was quietly confident we spoke about that and, and I was. I thought we had a decent shot at it. And I really felt that. Um and you know, we were I thought that we were quite respectful. We realized that they're a good team. They are a good side. Yeah. I, I absolutely appreciate that. I don't think you can sit and say they're not. They're well coached, they're, they've got a good press and they've got lots of pace in their team and they can finish. We can't do that, and we're we're miles off being where we really need to be but to put in that level of performance in a cup final like that it has to be the end of the road for me Derek. Yeah uh, it's a feeling that, that you're not alone there Stevie lots of comments coming in agreeing with you here uh, let's get to a few more uh, just touching on Sakala Teddy Bear says Derek's wallpaper is like Sakala's runs all over the place no direction uh, lol uh, he never had a good game yesterday and like you say a lot of a lot of noise prior to kickoff. You have to back that up with a performance on the park. And unfortunately, listen, he wasn't the only one, um, but he never had a, a good game yesterday uh, fashion. Um, Adam, uh, with a, a differing point, he says, uh, just on the team selection, can't expect a player who's barely kicked a ball for Norwich to walk into a Rangers team. <coughs> Raskin is lacking minutes. Uh, I, I would come back and say, well, he did play last week and the, the week before. Um, he looked up to speed to me, uh, Stevie, uh, and, and I think that the general consensus from the, the majority of Rangers fans is he should have started. We did uh, videos uh, in, the, in the week leading up to the game saying who plays alongside him. He's the first name in the team sheet. So for me, uh, yesterday, the, the, the responsibility falls on the manager. I think that was a, a, bit, a big mistake um, from him. I think... Um, it's certainly uh, not so much the players, although the, the players that take responsibility as well. But for me, it wasn't the uh, the right team that he, he started that game. Craig McCrimmon raises a point, and this is something we touched on yesterday. Uh, can we ad address the decision to remove Morelos after scoring? 
A momentum-changing goal, baffling, he says. Of course, wasn't happy at being removed, and quite understandably so. Uh, we said prior to him scoring, Stevie, you said to me um, you'd have taken him off and put Cholak on, and, and I couldn't disagree with you, Below after getting that goal, were you surprised to see him being removed? I don't think he got any service in the first half at all. I think he worked hard. He tried yeah. to close down, but he's not hes not built like that. That's not his game. That's not where we, we need to get Alfredo up and around the penalty box and trying to influence the game. I, I had said to you, at, at that point, 2-0 down, we need to do something different. We need to change it up. For him then to get the goal and the momentum to be with us, I thought he should have stayed on. I thought it was a wrong move. Antonio Cholak, you know, he suffered quite a bad injury. I think he misses six, seven weeks, but he's not yeah. he's not looked anywhere near being the type of player where and he and it's played completely differently. You know, Gio played his whole team around him. He was he was, you know, wide wingers. It was all based yeah. around him. Not like that anymore, and it's not really suiting him. Um I appreciate he scored against Thistle or whatever, but um he's he's not been there. So it's a difficult one. I understand why he did it and why he brought it on at that point. He's trying to mix things up. But in hindsight, was it the right thing to do after Alfie had just scored in that? Probably not. But yeah, it's just, you know, it's one of those ones where is it another mistake? Is it is it wrong? Blah, blah, blah. I just don't think many things, if anything, went right Derek, yesterday. I don't think you can look at that 11 and say that anyone really done them favours. Um, there were so many warnings on the run-up to the goal as well. There was a header by Kyogo when yeah, he managed to come off of Ben Davis far too easily. In the space he got to nod that over, he had a shot where he came off of Ben Davis again and curled it just over. And then for the goal, how he was in so much space in that position, how we got turned over, and then we're caught so much like that. I don't understand how that can happen, but it's the same thing happening. We don't stop crosses. We don't stop them. And the second goal, when Tab wins it, go down the line, fashion's there, play it down the line so that he can chase it and we can regroup to try and play it in the middle into the centre. They pick that up, they waltz through the midfield, and then it's, I think, two passes out wide, cross, sliding in again. It's it's the same stuff, you know, and it's just, it's so frustrating. But, you know, I, I sit here, Derek, and, you know, you, you listen to me in, in kind of rant form and, and stuff like that. But these players haven't done it. You know, aside of the 55 season, when they messed up two free runs at the, at the domestic cups as well, this group of squad of players haven't done it consistently aside of one off. And they need to they need to be broken up now. I don't think there can be any excuses for it. And I know that it's more raw than others will come on here and give you a, a detailed thing. But I'm just like anyone else, you know, we're watching our team. And I think now that you know people that watch it are are genuinely conditioned to accept players and performances that are nowhere near the level that we need to be. And it's frustrating and worrying for me because what I seen yesterday was absolutely dismal. It really, it really was such a poor performance yeah. when you look at it. And in a cup final, in that spectacle, on that stage, if these players can't lift it and can't perform in that game, 
then, and I'm not talking about going in Boston and Steamroller and Celtic or whatever. They're a good side. We've already said that. So I understand how difficult it is. But when you can't pass the ball five yards, you can't control a guy. You cannot mark people. You cannot pick things up. You don't win second balls. You don't properly go into 50-50s. Stuff like that is the bare minimum. And we couldn't do it. We were nowhere near it, Derek. Yeah. Lots of interesting stuff coming in. Um, just uh, so many points from, from the game. Mitchell says, uh, how many saves did Hart make? Says it all. Yeah, I can't remember him making any real save uh, of note, Stevie. Another thing I wanted to raise was uh, the set pieces yesterday. Corners were uh, abysmal. Um, they were just launched into the box. No no real uh, substance to them. There was one you said, oh, you, you fancy Rangers to get a goal here. They did look, they had a threatening period. They were putting Celtic under a bit of pressure. And then, then, then the, I think it was Barisic sailed one in. It was just a deep line one, aimed for no one, no one attacking balls. So I concern for you. It looked like that, that, that was being addressed pretty sh- shortly after Michael Beal came in. I think uh, Rangers scored a, a couple of goals from, from set pieces. However, I mean, yesterday was uh, was not good at all, was it? I mean, it was it was terrible. Every one of them seemed to be over hit. Yeah. I don't know if it was just me. They, they seemed to almost be like, how hard can I hit this? How hard can I cross it in? And we'll yeah. see if we can kind of get something. But there was no... Didn't seem to be anything really there. We didn't create any chances. We didn't even create any half chances. The period that we were talking about kind of sums us up yesterday. Three times Fashion Sakala got one-on-one against Glenn, uh, against Greg Taylor. Three yeah. times. Not once did he pick anyone out. Not once did he manage to make a move and get past him. And I realise that Greg Taylor's a decent player. He's a quite a steady fullback. But we didn't do anything. You know, he's one-on-one. You consider what they did when they got one-on-one and they managed to cross it twice for us to concede. That's the difference between what we have and what we're trying to get to. So, you know, I, I don't know, Derek. I, I might look, I sit here and am I being too harsh? Is it not as bad as I think it is? Did they not perform as, as badly as I think it is? I don't know. I mean, I'm just I'm pretty fed up of, of the same thing getting yeah. churned out by this group of players. I find it really difficult. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, at the end of the day, you could say it's, it's, it's a first defeat uh, for Michael Beal, Beal, but he is judged on these games. There was a comment coming in, it's okay beating the likes of Kilmarnock and Hearts and, and Hibs and what have you, but it's these games against Celtic that, you, that you're judged upon. Uh, when one team succeeds, the other team uh, ultimately fails, and that is the case in Glasgow. And unfortunately, uh, Rangers were, were so far off it yesterday that, that um, yeah, they didn't deserve to win uh, that trophy. Um, Can I just say on that, if we if we got beat yesterday, but we'd put on a show and yeah. got beat two one and and given it absolutely everything, press created opportunities, and and maybe like the two thousand and nineteen cup final where we were generally unlucky and played really well, we could sit here and say. That's a real, a real, um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, really, a real performance, something we can pin towards, yeah. like a building block towards somewhere else. Yeah, there was nothing there yesterday at all. Yeah, and it just that's why, that's why I'm harsh this morning that it, it needs to be the end for this group. How many chances do we need to give before we we actually stand and say, right, we need to break this up now? Natural evolution in the summer. Eight are out of contract, a couple are out on loan. That could happen anyway, but they need to be they need to be planning for it so much. You know, people are saying that we need to be careful. We the season doesn't unravel. 
season unraveled back in October and November is long gone there. We need to start planning for next season. To be in the position where, you know, we're not ready for that would be unforgivable. So they need to be ruthless. You know, if players don't want to be here and we don't rate them long term, start playing somebody else until the end of the season till we figure out what's what we can have. Yeah. And what we can deal with. You know, it's the first time publicly I think that Michael Beals admitted yesterday that this squad might need a revamp or a rebuild. It's the first time he said that. Um he's always said previously it's not as broken as what people think. You yeah. know, this is a European final team, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yesterday's the first time I've ever got him to admit that this might need a revamp or a rebuild. So I don't think that Michael Beale, you know, is any way confused or or um you know, he, anyway, that he thinks it's better than what it actually is. I think he'll know exactly what's going on. And I've said a lot in the in the pieces that I've done that maybe he's even punching above his weight with this team and the run that he's going on because I just don't rate this squad, Derek, of, of where we should be and, and what we really need to be at. Um, and I know, look, I know that we actually a cup final and stuff. I get all that, but that needed to be a whole, whole lot better yesterday. It really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so far off. As far off it yesterday from a, from a Rangers performance that we've come to expect. Um, Michael Beale has a big job on his hands, uh, of course, from, from here on in. Um, that'll do us there, folks. Uh, thanks to everyone for interacting with the show as ever. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, big thanks to Stevie. Also, um, uh, Joshua uh, and Johnny, I think, will be back uh, tomorrow morning uh, as they pick the bones out of uh, of the, the game and look ahead, of course, uh, to uh, the league encounter with, with Kilmarnock uh, at the weekend. Uh, thanks to everyone for, for, for joining us, uh, as always, and uh, enjoy the rest of your Monday. Bye for now.